Welcome to episode number 134 of Take Him With You for August 28th, 2011. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And this is a blast from the past. That's a jamming song. Do you remember that song? No, I really don't. What? No. I think we were just talking about this this morning, that oh you gosh. and I don't always share the same likes of music. Oh, uh, music? Just music? <laughs> yeah, I guess there's some other issues like peanut butter and other things. Like, I think it's like... Okay, here, peanut butter. Crunchy or creamy? Well, you know what I like. I think I think creamy peanut butter is an abomination. What? It should never be made. I like creamy peanut butter, I and know. I like crunchy, but I like creamy better. I like crunchy better. I don't even want to be around creamy peanut butter. Yuck. And thus, she doesn't know the song "Funky Town." Oh, maybe I know it. I just, I, you know, I just don't really care for that kind of electronic Buck Rogers oh my gosh. music. You're kidding, right? No, I, I'm not kidding. Because this is like, today our podcast is on inspiration. This is one of the songs that inspired me to get into electronic music. It came out in 1980. And I've never really cared for electronic music. Look at, listen to this. Nice guitar going on there. Oh, there we go. This was back when synthesizers were kind of new. Yeah. It was called... Funky Town by Lips, L-I-P-P-S Incorporated. Okay, this is another question for you. Synthesizer or grand piano? Uh, I can't choose between the two, but I'd say synthesizer because you could play more... And what would I say? Grand piano. Yes. Because you don't care about any of that. <laughs> this is why we're so different. <laughs> and why sometimes we wonder, after 25 years, how the heck we ever got together. It's um, opposites attract, and then you spend the rest of your life learning patience living with each other. <laughs> I guess so. All right, check it out. you got to hear that. This is cool. Now watch this. You'll see why I really like it. Ready? The Cylon voices. That's cool. I know it was disco. But this was a real danceable song in 1980. Well, that explains it. Ooh, yeah. And then they brought in the little strings. It explains it because I can't dance. Can't or won't. I think it's a combination of their. Ah, what are you story. doing? My pillow fell out behind my back, and so then it moved my. So there, there was uh, Lips Incorporated with Funky Town, kind of a mystery science theater their approach because we talked through the whole thing. Yeah, well, I'm glad we were talking through the whole thing because I don't care for the song. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not. It was kind of fun song. But you know that wasn't very nice of me because I don't like it if I'm watching a smulty Hallmark movie and you talk through the whole thing. Well, I remember getting that. Um, okay, this is how old I am. I remember going to Bilbo Baggins Records and Tapes and purchasing the 12-inch single of Funky Town by Lips Incorporated in vinyl. And um, I was so excited about listening to it, but we had to go someplace. So I can't remember what we were going to, but the family was going somewhere. And I, of course, it was 1980. So I was a... You didn't have portable record players back then. I was eight... (laughs) They don't have them now, really, in in eighth grade. There's portable CD players. And so we went over to this person's house, and I brought it in. I was so excited to show them the cover and everything because it had a big pair of lips on it. And uh, I was so excited about listening to it. And they go, well, you know what? We have a stereo in here. You want to listen to it? Ha, 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 ha. So I listened to it over and over and over, and I'm sure all the adults got really. But adults are like that. Or were. I'm an adult now. Yeah, I remember when my dad hated it when I listened to my Keith Green music. He'd say, turn that garbage down. Keith Green was really rebellious, wasn't it? Well, for my dad he was. He was kind of a Jesus freak kind of, you know, hippie Christian. And my dad was, you know, kind of a redneck farmer Christian. So he thought he was kind of too wild. On the edge. Yeah, but I liked Keith Green's music. I still do. Are you going to talk about that? No. But I would rather talk about Keith Green's music than what Lips Incorporated. <laughs> what was the name of the song you liked the best that Keith Green sang? Um, I liked a lot of them. What's your favorite? Probably my favorite of all time um, was No Compromise by Keith Green. No Compromise. Okay. Whoa. The lyrics are amazing in all of his songs. Um, but there's another one called I Pledge My Head to Heaven. That one's really good, too. See, Grand Piano. So you really like this song? Yeah. Make my life a prayer to you. I want to do what you want me to. No empty words and no white lies. No token prayers, no compromise. I want to shine the light you gave. Your son, you said to save us from ourselves and our despair. It comforts me to know you're really there. I want to thank you now for being patient with me. Oh, it's so hard to see when my eyes. Fairy tale that I've made up 
There you go. That's your all-time favorite song, eh? Yeah. Yeah, but I actually had tears in my eyes. That's a good song. I just, you know, I I thought about that song is kind of my life song. Yeah? Yeah? Kind of speaks my heart. Gosh, emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the show today is on inspiration, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, that I think um, I used to listen to a lot of Keith Green music, and a lot of it really... We talked about inspiration. It inspired me to have a closer relationship with God Mm -hmm. and to not just have a mental belief in God, but have a a heartfelt relationship with God and, and also live it, not just have a religion, but to have a relationship and have it part of my everyday life. Um, I, there's another song that he does that says, why do you call me Lord when you don't do the things that I say? <laughs> and I think when I was a teenager, um, Keith Green's ministry, he called Last Days Ministries, he was the first one that I ever really heard talk about making Jesus the Lord of your life. And by that I mean, you know, today's vernacular, we don't really have like lords like back in the dark ages they had a feudal system and they had like these big land barons that owned a lot of land and they would be the lord of Lord Worthington. Yeah, they'd be the lord of the land. They would be kind of like the landlord in today's term. They would mm-hmm. own a lot of the property and then you'd have little serfs that would work for the lord of the manor. Right. Well, we don't really use that term today that much other than landlord, but but I th- I like to think about, anyway, his music and, and the ministry that he did with the Jesus people kind of stuff. They talked about making Jesus Lord, and another word today would be like your boss or your employer. You you live to, to please him. And to you're not just living for yourself, but you're living for the greater good. You're living for, for, for God. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Anyway, his music really inspired me. Well, I think I think the other thing about um, about him was that he wasn't into the religious part of it. He was more into the relationship part of it, and that's what really showed in his music and his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, for that very reason, a lot of churches didn't like him. Yeah, he and, um, and, <laughs> and yeah, he sometimes got people really upset with him actually. <laughs> Um, he would kind of tell people, I don't know how to say it, but he was kind of a little bit white and black, and he didn't like, I don't know, he, he didn't like um, people just playing religious games. He thought it should be real. Yeah, well, I think so too, but yeah. anyway, that's a, a good good song, dear, and, and uh, very inspirational, actually. I hope everybody enjoyed it. That was Keith Green, and the and the name of the song was. Um, no compromise. No, no compromise. That, yeah, I think yeah. was that the name of it. I think so. 
Yeah, I used to call it "Make My Life a Prayer to You" because that I think was that the is first it too. Words. Um, it can be known by, but I think the real title is called "No Compromise." Yeah, that's but, what it says. No compromise. Um, I used to call it "Make My Life a Prayer to You," and sure. I think you probably if you Googled either one of those because yeah, you probably get it. But no compromise. There's a lot of other really great Keith Green songs I could go on and on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about what inspires us. Uh, we've got a few comments on Facebook. And also, uh, we're going to talk about what's going on around our house when we get back. And uh, when we do talk about what inspires us, you're going to share five things that inspire you. And I'm going to share five things that inspire me. Okay. And we're going to talk about what inspiration is and how a lot of people lack inspiration in today's world and how you can kind of get that back and be inspired to do great things. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be right back. Ah, Taking With You with Rick and Amy. It's one of the best podcasts around. And we'd like to think maybe we could be a close second. We can only be a close second if you come and listen to us. Well, we talk about classic television and films from around the world. So if you fancy listening to us waffle on, then please do join us. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com or go to our favourite place in the world for podcasts. Well, maybe not yours, it's mine because I can't quite figure out any of the others. And that's iTunes. Just type in Waffle On Podcast. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. How come my song is not as pretty and inspirational as yours? <laughs> you know, I don't Okay, Funky know Town, either. it was inspirational, but in a different way. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there's there are different times we're inspired by different things, mm-hmm. you know. And um, there have been times when, like, something modern and stuff has inspired me. Not as much as me as you (laughs) well okay we're going to talk about that in a minute but uh we just played a really cool promo for our friend meds uh his podcast is called uh waffle on and it's quite cool especially if you you like different tv series and different things like that some of the stuff is like i've never heard of it before so when i'm listening i'm clueless but um yeah they do a lot of british tv so some of it but not always now they've changed that a little bit now so the the show is talking about all sorts of different things now so you have to check it out because there's some things that you do know what they are you know there's a, a something that a channel i don't know what channel it is but there's this channel that we've seen little blurbs of lately where they have TV shows about people who've made it big in entertainment, but they were before they were big. Really? So they show their cheesy moments in yeah. time? Uh-huh. Well, like um, you've been taping. Um, taping? A, a, or recording PVR. We don't tape do things anymore. But you've been... I've been recording. I've been reliving T.J. Hooker. Yeah, and now it was one that William Shatner. T.J. Hooker starred William Shatner and the guy that played uh, Fontaine on uh, the the nightclub singer on DS Nine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's on there too. You and know, Heather Locklear. I think he was in the old Gidget movies too. He, probably. I don't know. Moon Doggy or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I watched the. Uh, I've, I've never watched T.J. Hooker when it was on, and so I figured I'd get a good dose of William Shatner, and so I've been uh, recording it on the DVR and watching it. And basically, it's uh, it, it's a, it's an okay show. It's just full of ego and William Shatner, and that's yeah, that's William lots of explosions Shatner. and '70s women and uh, Heather Locklear and I got a kick out of her. Um pink pants and baggy pink sweatshirt because i'm thinking about the time that i had nathan i had pink pants and a baggy sweatshirt that was 1990 yeah so yeah that was before 1990 i think i had i think i had tj hooker um, was before 1990 i think i had pastel pastel lime green pants too it was (laughs) between it was between star trek the original series and then between them and the movies that he did that i think yeah, he looked pretty good in the in the series, but uh, he's not a, such a bad actor in this one either. I'm okay. It is pretty cheesy. Yeah, it's not as bad as the Chuck Norris mo- uh, show though. Walker Ranger, Texas Ranger, Texas or something. Walker Ranger. I don't know. I can't even pronounce it correctly. Why yeah. are we talking about this? Well, you were talking about like 1980s music. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Sorry. So what's happening at our house? I don't know. You tell me what's going to go. I know what's been going on with me. What's been going on with you? Well, I worked Monday through Friday, and I was out of town. Friday, Friday. Oh no! Don't start that song. Okay. Um, I was out of town Thursday and Friday for work, and I got off work. I did two yards and a house on Thursday, and I got to my mom's house, and um, I spent the night there because I worked. Uh, the next day in the same town so instead of driving back and forth i spend the night at her house so you know it's nice to spend some time with my 81 year old mom but and she, i get to play mr mom for two days which when is you're good gone. for you oh, i don't know about that so except for coming home to all the dishes but um what are you trying to say you guys could do your dishes while i'm gone i do more than i usually do when you're gone Mm, not much anyway so i get back from work and i'm like filthy i'm tired and i'm like oh i just like to put on my my sweatpants and veg and mom goes i'm gonna take you to the fair for dinner hurry up and get your shower okay now now let's talk about the fair for a moment okay most people have fairs that are big and huge and fancy and everything this is the willapaw you know what? Was it what? What's Willapa called? Willapa Valley Fair. The Willapa. It's called the Pacific County. The Pacific Fair, County actually. Fair. That's right. Okay. But it's in Willapa. And Pacific County has all of what? Thirty thousand people in it? No, no, only sixteen thousand in the 16, whole county. Sixteen thousand people in the whole county. But you know what? I got to tell you, I think that probably about ten thousand of them were there that night. And to was, and to be fair, <laughs> it was a lot of people there. I had to like park a half mile away or you know and Okay, walk. so tell us how big this little fair is. Well it's not very big. I mean it's probably the whole fair is probably only in about an acre or so. <laughs> Maybe okay. a couple acres. I mean if you count where the horses are. Okay, city block. Stuff. Put it in city blocks. Um city blocks well all the buildings, including the animal buildings and the 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 Arts and crafts. The arts and crafts and the, like, food vendors would Uh probably fit in, like, two or three city blocks. You think that little? Yeah, it's not very big. 
Did they have the uh, but then Frito they have tacos the carnival this year? stuff and the horse ring right um, on the side. But yeah, it's not very big. Their big specialty there at the at the at the Pacific County Fair is uh, the Baptist uh, Church. Pie booth pie is, is really is popular. popular. Pie and ice cream, and they they serve homemade soup. And I'm not quite sure how they get away, away with, that? with doing oh, all this with the health. Let's not say anything because they make it in their own Shh, homes. Don't get but, it. Yeah, Shh. yeah. It's you know small country food. Yeah. I mean, I don't think well. In the big okay, city this they this is their specialty item at the fair: baked potatoes. And then there's this place where you go and you get these uh, pocket tacos. And what they yeah. are. Is a fun size bag of Fritos uh-huh. with taco meat and cheese and, and toppings and toppings, and then and, stuff, and you yeah. eat it in the bag in the bag with a fork. And now I'm hungry. Fork. Yeah. And that's their specialty there. Do they have elephant well, ears and stuff too? I, you know, I don't. I didn't see them. Mom and I actually ate something pretty healthy for dinner. We oh, shared a ter- teriyaki chicken dinner with yeah. lots and then of they have stir like, fry cabbage. And then they have like entertainment and stuff too. On um, there's this one stage that pretty much you can hear from everywhere at the fair, and they have like hypnotists and magicians and I think they had musicians. a little magic show going on when yeah. we were there, but yeah. I didn't go there. And a couple of years ago, when I went. They were making a bunch of people cluck like chickens on the stage. Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think in some ways the fair's gotten even smaller. They, My mom said, yeah, we used to have a, a state judge come in from... From, and now they don't. Now they can't. They can't afford to have a state judge come in. So I don't know. They just have like the people that run the department judge. Except for my my sister. I kind of missed it this year. My sister got called in to judge um, the table settings for 4-H because the lady who was in charge of the department, all the table settings were done by her grandkids, so she couldn't judge. Them. Conflict of interest <laughs> there. Conflict See, this interest. is how small it is it's, there. Yeah, and my sister's the. You want to know my used my, to be home teacher, but my favorite else. thing no. at the Pacific County Fair? What were the pigs? Yeah, you know I they have a really good display of I animals, and the pigs, pigs are hilarious. I just love looking at pigs, and don't ask me why, because we we had pigs when we grew up, and we raised pigs, and they were the the coolest little. Well, they weren't little. The cutest big animals <laughs> ever. It was fun to take a stick and scratch their tummies because they would like snort and get all happy. Yeah, they were hilarious, yeah. and uh, I was scared of of a couple of them because some of them were aggressive, but most yeah. of the time they were nice. But uh, at the fair, it's really fun to wa- to go and and take pictures of the pigs and hear you know, them grunt and see the baby pigs, I didn't, piglets. I didn't go look at real the little pigs. piglets. I didn't go look at the pigs or wow. horses or cows this time. All I went and looked at were the bunnies and chickens. Because, bunnies and chickens, like wow, that's exciting. Well, pigs my, are cool. My nephew, bunnies and chickens, they're my okay. My nephew Joel and his wife Andrea had five bunnies. That were in the They the entered fair. them in the fair? Mm-hmm. And they had several chickens, all different kinds of chickens. Aren't kids supposed to be entering animals, well, not they adults? They have a one-year-old baby. <laughs> wow, that's but pretty no, cool. The, I didn't know that. The adults can enter stuff, too. I My mom entered a bunch of bread, I, different kinds of breads and stuff, cinnamon rolls and stuff. So wow. I think she got... She got like five blue ribbons and one red, and wow. and the reason why she got a red ribbon is because um, she made the some kind of rolls on a a couple days before the fair started, so they were a little bit dry by the time they judged them. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. But other than that, she got blue ribbon. <clears throat> well, that was pretty fun. So you went to the fair. That's yes. pretty exciting. That's pretty cool. And I got cool. to see a lot of artwork. Now, the my, other thing. My great, my aunt's quilts. She oh, made. yeah, that's right. She mm-hmm. makes these quilts. They're beautiful. Amazing quilts. Aunt Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you went to the Pacific County Fair. That was a highlight yes, of your week. That, now, that the other highlight of your week was getting your daughter ready for school. Yes, yes. How, tell right. us about that. Well, um, I think we've got her all ready to go We're now. high tech here, everybody. We are geeky Moyer House. Yes, um, she's going to be doing her last year of homeschool, not technically homeschool, even though she'll be doing her school at home. At home. But... We're kind of transitioning, getting ready for her to go to college. And so she's doing online high school. Which is a really cool program. It's basically... It's a public school. Yeah, it's the public school in the state of Washington. But it's online. But it's all online. And you use your laptop or your computer and a webcam and... And audacity to record your stuff, and yeah, for uh, her French class, she'll have to record. We, we, I'm going to see, I'm going to listen to her making all sorts of things. (laughs) (laughs) You can help her with the accent. No, I don't. I just, I do cheesy accents. (laughs) You sound like Pepe Le Pew. Uh (laughs) Um, We, we. One one interesting little fact is that um, the school that she is going through yeah. is technically in the Forks area. It's a Quileute school so, district. So it's up by the vampires? So, yeah, by so Twilight? all you Twilight fans, she is in the Twilight school district. In the Twilight Zone. And even though it's like four hours to drive there from here, it's um, hey, she's going to be in that school it's district. It's only one second away on the internet. On the internet. So they're the host school. Yeah. And um, she's going to be doing school with them but from home cool yeah so that'll be fun that, so she's that's a, exciting she's she a, starts next uh next wednesday and i don't know that this is good to brag about but she's read every single twilight book oh no and <laughs> i didn't want to hear that <laughs> and she also read another um oh, book by stephanie myers called the host which is about aliens instead of vampires. And now you're listening to the and, audio. And she said, oh, mom, you'll like it. You'll like it. And so I usually like they're, It's about to, alien vampires? No, they're not vampires. They're just aliens. Oh, okay. They call them souls because they're 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 not really, I guess don't, they're don't corporeal, ruin it. but don't not ruin it. really. Oh, my gosh. So, my wife is using the term corporeal. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh We are a geeky family Times have changed I geeky. tell you I usually listen to like Inspirational fiction Like Christian Fiction and well, Jane Austen Yeah So um, What horse are you riding today? But now right now I am listening to The Host By Stephanie Meyer On my On my um, In my car As I drive back and forth To jobs Wow Yes, I know, but well, my daughter thought I would I would like it. I don't know how we got on a book review, but there you go. Know. You'll have to let us know review. what you think when you're done. And uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you could get that, let the anomaly ladies know about that. That was spaghetti because, you know, we talked about her doing school with the Quilly I got it. School I figured District, that out, Forks, yes. yes. And that Forks and vampires. Yes. Twilight, I actually did that. Stephanie yeah. Myers. And, the, you know, this is how I think. I, I think like spaghetti. Well, and then speaking. like wa- waffles. Speaking of spaghetti mm-hmm. um, that is connected but quite uh, elusive, <laughs> okay. you wore uh, your Anomaly t-shirt to the Pacific County yes, Fair. Yes, I did. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, my mom kind of... Um, Anomaly Podcast has has t-shirts available that you can order. And my wife and I got t-shirts. I'm wearing mine today. 
and she Mine's was wearing hers wash. at the Pacific County Fair. Yeah, so tell us what happened now. Well, my mom kind of sprung it on me that she was going to take me to the fair for dinner. Mm-hmm. Usually we either eat dinner at her house or at my brother's house. And so this was like sprung on me. So I didn't really have any clean pants. I had the pants I was working in and some sweatpants. I didn't really want to go to the fair in sweatpants. So I wore my dirty khaki like army pants that I worked in. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe them. That I've been doing yard work in, crawling around in the dirt on a bank. Okay, all right. So I kind of brushed them off, and the only clean shirt I had in my bag was my really cool anomaly shirt that we got. With the Andorian bird. It has, yeah, and a a blue bird with little antennas. Uh And so I'm at the fair in my anomaly anomaly t-shirt, and I probably got asked three or four times, what was the deal with the bird? And you, did you explain it? <laughs> and I explained, it? well, we have a friend in Texas that um, has this podcast, actually, this a couple funny. of friends. And it's for geeky girls, you know, um, girl geeks. And they go, oh, okay. <laughs> so did you tell them to tune into the podcast? Well, I don't know. They were just wanting to know why the bird had antennas. So I explained Did it you say it was from Star Trek? I explained that. That they're Andorian birds? No, I didn't explain it. Was, you didn't? I just said it was a, for a geeky girl podcast. All right. Well, if see. didn't know Andorians. Jan, Angela, you're famous now in Pacific County. Yes. Because of the blue bird on my wife's shirt. Yes. Like half the county was there. So probably 8,000 people were at the fair that night. Okay. Ask me about my week. So what did you we talked do all this about week? You, we talked all about yours. Yeah. Well, since I don't have hardly any time left. I worked on the commercial release of Rose of Mars. That's cool. Mm-hmm. With Stefan. And I had some production meetings with uh, my friend Meds and Stefan. And also worked with a company from California doing some cool things. I am I am making music for an iPad application. Which, by the way, I think I was going to sleep last night with the songs going through my head. Here's one of them right here. This is what they sound like. I did this all on the iPad. Praise Him, all ye little children. God is love, God is love. Praise Him, praise Him, all ye little children. God is love, God is love. Serve Him, serve Him, all ye little children. God is love, God is love. So you get the picture. I felt like I was back in Sunday school, but yeah. So yeah. this company I'm working for, I did six songs, and now I have to bring the neighborhood kids in. They're going to come over and practice tonight, and then on uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to actually record their voices for an iPad application. Uh, so I did all the music for it, and now they'll come in and sing on it, and hopefully it'll sound good. I think that's what I did a, this week. There was another project that you paid the neighbor kids to sing on too it was a some kind of educational songs yeah uh it was abc songs mm-hmm. that they sang on and I, that was yeah. for an I, ipad app too wasn't I'm it? i'm not sure what i'm not sure what that was for you've done um you've done several um things for an ipad app now. I, sorry about this i love 
we're working live with the recording equipment and uh, the song just took over and I can't I can't find it to turn it down so there you go <laughs> that was hilarious God and God is love is possessing your computer <laughs> yeah sorry about that, that. okay that, it's better now that'd be worse things to possess your computer than yeah. a God is love song this is true so anyway I'm, that's been what I've been working on on the iPad I learned a lot about that yeah. and I have to do give everybody a quick update my electric blue daisies that I planted mm-hmm. they're coming they're 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 blooming. they're blooming and they're so pretty <laughs> but my wife thinks this is the most funny thing in the world i'm expecting these big beautiful blue because, flowers okay because you got to explain i have daisies that are about three feet tall my right. shasta daisies right. they're big they're white, gorgeous and this is what i was daisies. and this is what i'm expecting out of my electric blue daisies they bloom and is probably what how, did i what did i say you need to take um you need to take pictures of them with what kind of lens? With a macro lens because, because they're so, they're so tiny. <laughs> they're that, only uh, about half an inch wide. Less than that. They're less really than that. tiny. They're beautiful. They are electric blue. But they are tiny. Well, you ordered them from a catalog, and from a catalog, you can't really see how big they are. I thought it said they were three-inch flowers, but they're not. They're three inches tall, not three <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> they're not three three-inch blooms. So she's getting they're this like huge... half-inch blooms. So she's laughing hysterically at my electric blue daisies, <laughs> which I have taken pains taking care of. You have. To make them bloom. And you... my zinnias are gorgeous, and they're tall you and know, beautiful. You know, I have to say, you were very diligent. When you when you first planted them, you went out every day and misted them with the the little <laughs> mister, and you know, and then they end up being. But you know, they're really the right size for the flower boxes. Uh huh. So they're good size for the flower we'll, boxes. We'll we'll put them. pictures up. Oh, I'm sorry. You already, <laughs> we'll put pictures up when uh, when they a bunch of them bloom. But uh, yeah, yeah. So my electric blue daisies are going. Okay, we've had enough of talking about what's going on in our house. My gosh. <laughs> Your electric blue daisies. They're so cute. Well, let's call them my electric micro blue daisies. Yes. That's what they are now. Yes, they are. They are cute, though. I, I'm hoping we can f- find a way to gather the seeds. I'm a seed gatherer. Yeah, I'd like to plant them again next year. Mm-hmm. This time earlier, though. Yes. I, and we'll see I, if... Um, do they get any bigger? Do, I mean, I do plants know. get bigger over years? They might, because I know that um, my brother gave me some bulbs for lilies, and... Mine were only about two feet tall this year. Yeah, and his were, were like six. So we have we have <laughs> we have micro daisies and midget lilies. Yeah, well, mine weren't so midget. The flowers were actually full size blooms, but they just weren't very tall this year because I kind of is that politically incorrect? Late. Are we supposed to use that term? Um, well, probably if not. A, if a human being, I would is, I would never call a human being is smaller. Bad. You call them a a small person. I thought they called they? Little, little people. people. Um, so midget, I don't know that that's appropriate. I don't know if I want to go anywhere in this conversation. This is like, Polit- how, I don't want to offend anyone. How do you anyone. do politically correct flowers when they're small? But, you know, I don't think flowers... Short midget. lilies. Little lilies. Little lilies. Little flowers. I'm a little lily. Little lily. But you know what? Mm. There's always that saying that, that precious things come in small packages. Okay. You know, like diamonds, rings, and stuff. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to what's going on in our house. We'll be back (laughs) in a moment after we play the Anomaly Ladies uh, um, uh, promo because we just talked about our cool shirts that we're wearing, or I'm wearing. And I wore it to the fair. Yeah. So enjoy the promo right here. I'll take him with you. (laughs) 
Big Brother? No. Survivor? No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Yeah, the Anomaly podcast is way cool. We appreciate Jen and Angela. They are really neat. And you also listen to another Geeky Girl podcast called Women Talk Mm Sci-Fi. And you just got done listening to their latest with uh, Brent Spiner. Yeah, that one was really interesting. Um, Just learning about his background, of course, with you being such a Star Trek um, geek. I have watched every single episode that Brent Spiner was ever in. Yeah, um, multiple times. Multiple times, whether I wanted to or not. This is true. Um, I always say I know way more about Star Trek than um, you ever wanted I to ever know. wanted to know. That's true. But um, I, I think there's been a couple times when we've done um, Star Trek quizzes. I don't, I don't remember all the names of the episodes like you do, but there's lots of facts that I've actually come out ahead on quizzes when we've done Star Trek quizzes. That's true. Because I, I'm good at remembering plots. I don't always, I don't like to clutter my brains with names of song titles or, or, or episode titles. But um, she knows what's going on. But I know. What's Someday going I on. should just do a whole episode of just asking you questions and see if you can get them right. <laughs> It'd be really interesting to find out. Oh. Yeah. Don't you don't you think? I'm not sure. I remember Okay, for instance, how did Starfleet discover data? And um, he was on a, a planet that this crystalline entity had had um had ransacked and yeah. he was found out on this like rock outside the cave that um Dr. Soon had <laughs> Had okay. been experiment, experimenting cor- underneath um, making androids. You are correct. Yes, I could tell you every probably detail of um, like Doctor. Okay, Soon how about this one? You ready? Okay, answer this question. And- answer this question for me. How did Captain Picard know Wesley and Doctor Crusher, Beverly Crusher? How did what was his relationship? Well, he with had known Doctor Crusher for years and years because he was Jack Crusher's best friend. Who's Jack Crusher? Beverly's late husband and the father of Wesley. Ah, I'm very impressed. Okay. How long had uh, Jordy worn his visor? Um, I'm not sure if he wore it since youth, but he was blind since he was born. And so he um, he wore it. Okay, here's a real good the one. The whole then. time he was in Star Trek, except Wait. for there were a couple episodes that he didn't wear it. The one with the where Picard was time traveling and uh-huh. almost destroyed. All good things that was the last yeah. one. Yeah, there's just a couple episodes he didn't wear it in. Okay, what movie did we find where he had implanted eyes instead of the visor? Do you remember which Star Trek movie? I think this it's it's the one. See, I'm not good with titles, okay, but on, it's the on. one with the the hummingbird that floats. No. The, are you sure it's not yeah, that one? It was First Contact. Is it First Contact? Uh-oh, I messed up. Wasn't it First Contact? Oh, no, you're right. 
You are right. It's the, the one where the the planet wrong. where they don't. No, no, age. no, no, no. On no. first contact, doesn't isn't he on the planet and uh, and uh, on Earth? And he's looking at something, and he has these electronic eye things, implants. Mm-hmm. But then you're right. He sees with his real eyes because, yeah, because he gets rejuvenated in because insurrection. Because there's something in insurrect that planet. In insurrection, an insurrection yes. that yeah. it rejuvenates and keeps people young. See, this is how geeky our family is. I can ask her all these different uh, questions, and she will let me know. If she yeah. knows, she usually does know the answer, well, which is unfortunately, hysterical. Unfortunately, I think our kids might know the Prime Directive as much as the Ten Commandments. Oh my gosh, <laughs> are you kidding? I don't know about that. That's, I don't know if you, you, want, you want to say that out loud. What is? What else is that? The Ferengi rules of acquisition. Oh my gosh. I don't know all of those. No, I don't know all of them either, but... Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's just we too should, much Star Trek in our We house. should probably talk about what inspires us. And I guess, you know, part of... Uh, part of my answer is Star Trek, but in a different way than most people think. Okay, well, let's talk about that since we're on that. All right, we'll be we'll, wait, wait, wait. we'll be right back. We'll, okay, we'll be right back with what inspires us and what inspiration is and what the Bible says about inspiration. Stick around. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077th podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. Now talk about people that inspire me. All my podcast friends inspire me. Hmm. Al and Joyce inspire. You know why Al inspires me? Because he's very kind and he... uh, he talks to me almost every day, and we always talk about something that we kind of have in common, and we encourage each other. So he inspires me. Hmm. Cool, That's huh? Cool. I think I get inspired sometimes by the podcasts that I listen to, like um, the Women Talk Sci-Fi and, and uh, Anomaly. Anomaly, when they <coughs> like interview people. Yeah. And um, it's kind of neat to see how different people have used their gifts and their talents and their abilities for good or or for, to make a positive change mm-hmm. or something like that yeah well we are today our podcast is about uh inspiration we were going to have our special guest on to talk about um relationship recovery and talk about how how to get over bad relationships and stuff um but he's not available till next week so we're going to interview our friend hopefully if all goes well 
mm-hmm. our friend Phil, and we're going to talk about divorce and how how people can recover from that because it's a very difficult thing to go through. And actually, both the the people that we were wanting to interview on the subject, live on the East Coast. Well, I'm concerned one for of them doesn't live on the East Coast, but she's visiting, visiting. the East Coast. She's in the Washington D.C. area. And by right the way, our prayers record. go out to everyone over there that's going through the bad weather. Yeah, we we have heard it has been downgraded some. It but, was supposed to be a little But when we're recording four, but, this, we don't know for sure what's yeah, going on right now. Yeah, but hopefully everything, it's a sunny day here, no rain, which is but odd But that's not here. like it is over and, there. And and yeah, and on the East Coast, they're getting hit with a hurricane. So um, Our prayers and thoughts prayers. are with everybody yeah. over there. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um, we're going to, okay, so we're talking about inspiration today because we'll get back on the relationship thing next week. Uh, but as far as inspiration is concerned, what would you define inspiration as, Amy? If you were to think about it, if somebody says, boy, that really inspired me, what is inspiration to you? Well, I think to me, an inspiration is something that, that touches our heart to to motivate us to think beyond ourselves, to think what I like to call God thoughts um, think about God, think about how to improve the world, improve ourselves, improve. I don't know. I think it's something that, that touches our heart and motivates us. I don't know how else to describe it. Well, you heard that before, that nobody really can motivate you except you. Like, like you can, you know, there's really nobody that can make you do something. What are you doing? Oh, I just moved my head and it made the uh, microphone. There, there's really nobody else that can can. I mean, you have to you have to search for things that will help you to. Um, I don't know how to describe this. The, the catalyst involved in change usually is something that we have to seek out or be exposed to, in order for us to make a decision to change. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and sometimes people will ex- rely on ex- uh, external things, but really, when it gets right down to it, as far as my belief is concerned, it's God that really um, facilitates change on the inside of us. But there are lots of things in life that can inspire us. So for me, inspiration is similar to what you said. I think inspiration is something that fuels positive type of change in our lives. It 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 brings out the best in us. It it's heartwarming. It's it's um, life changing. That's what inspiration is to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to, to um, describe it any more than that. Well, and that's why I like um, like inspirational books and movies and and things like that because they usually will touch my heart and <coughs> remind me what my priority should be. You know, to me, an inspirational book or movie would remind me about the importance of relationships in my life, like right. about my relationship with God and my relationship with other people. Well, lots of people are inspired by lots of different things. Mm-hmm. But but I think the the inspiration, I don't think there's any evil in inspiration. However, there have been people that are influenced to do influence and inspiration are similar, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Because well, there have I been think, people that yeah. are inspired or inspired to do great things, but there's there have been people that have been influenced to do bad things. Well, you could think. Um, Charles, I don't know if anybody's inspired to do bad things. You could think Charles Manson or Adolf Hitler. Or I don't some think they were these people. They, they were charismatic, but they they had to have been 
influenced or inspired to do i don't know if i don't know maybe conspired (laughs) i'm not exactly sure but something motivated them to do to do horrendous evil things right well i know that that something is it's it's demonic and satanic and stuff like that but i i really do think that when you refer to something inspirational you're usually not referring to something that's evil or bad Mm -hmm. so to you motive to, to, to you, me, inspiration, inspiration is, is more positive and more godly. Yeah, getting you to do something yeah. positive, something that will benefit. Yeah, benefit people. That's more what I think inspiration mm-hmm. is. Well, the Bible says to build each other up in love, not tear each other down. So I would think something inspirational would hopefully build, e- build someone up. You need to turn your earphones down a little bit. That better? I think so. Okay. Okay. So, um, so we've established kind of what inspiration is. There's so many different things that inspire people. We asked the question, "What inspires mm-hmm. you?" or "Who inspires you?" And I have the answers uh, right on Facebook. here on Facebook. Um, we answered it kind of later. I'm not answered it. We posted the question later than we normally did because we had. We to normally do. Normally do. Wow. <laughs> because we we switched what we were doing this week. But it, the question is, what are a couple things um, or people that inspire you and why? Um, Terry said, Ruth, that's from the Bible, I assume, and it was because of her loyalty. Oh, okay. If you read the book of Ruth, and you can read the book of Ruth in just a few minutes. It's only like four chapters long, I think. Uh-huh. It's not very long. Um, it is a very inspirational story of loyalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you there? You want to read the next one? Uh, Doug says, impeccably, yet humanly performed woodworking and music. Both art forms, or both art forms, give you a wide palette of material to work with, yet the skill and training of the artists are what determine the outcome. A beautiful piece of wood with skill and creativity applied to it um, as one of the most awe-inspiring sights to me on earth as well as uh, crafted songs similar how do you say that similarly similarly is one of the most beautiful accomplishments as a human being or that a human being can perform both they stir his soul and without end he said by the way when um i was at the pacific county fair i saw some wonderful um hand made woodwork um inlaid a a vase kind of thing a vase or whatever that was inlaid wood and then also like grandfather clocks and all these things that were just made with intricate wood it was pretty cool and tammy said positive parenting i respect anyone who has a decent relationship with their teenager amen yep gosh (laughs) Our friend Kenny says, kindness, it costs no money, takes very little effort, and we see it so rarely these days. It's such a little thing, but can have a huge impact on someone's life. Okay, and now next is Dan. Um, Yeah, Dan says, something as simple as a smile. And uh, Alvina says, God leading you to a place through not walk or not waking up on time and all sorts of events so that you could be somewhere to pray for someone. That's inspirational to her. You know, um, I like to call those 
God incidences instead of coincidences. Yeah. Or sometimes you'll think, why is a day going like this? And then something will happen that unless your day hadn't <coughs> been turned sideways and upside down and backwards, that that wouldn't have happened. And you can you can see where God can orchestrate things in your life or even your day um, to his good and to making good things happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk a little bit then about what inspired... Those are all our comments. Thank you, everybody, for commenting. Really appreciate it. Uh, we, we really enjoy the comments that people give on our Facebook and our Twitter. It's very cool. And you can see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rick.moyer. Or facebook.com slash amy.moyer. Yeah, and we always have some fun things going on there. Mm-hmm. You should join us and be our friend. Rick posts more than I do. I post way too much. But I try to read everyone's posts, but sometimes I get behind. Yeah. And I'm out of town a couple of days. My mom doesn't. My mom's not a geek. She doesn't have Wi-Fi at her house. Uh oh. Yeah. Can't, and you you can't steal from the neighbor anymore. Yeah. They must have got a security network, but it doesn't even show up anymore. So I don't know what the deal is. We put is. an we put an extender on ours, and I just got an email that somebody had been downloading uh, illegal stuff on uh, on our IP address. So I had to unplug it. Oh. So we don't have an extender on ours anymore. Not until I put a password on it. I oh. I didn't even think about that. But okay. uh, yeah, got it all already. Somebody was trying to download something they shouldn't. Yeah, got a letter on it too from the service provider. So go figure. Okay. Yeah. So what inspires you, dear? Well, I was going to ask you first. You want but, me uh, to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, I sent myself an email when you asked me this because <laughs> I go, what? What inspired? Now me? this is why we, you're such a geek. I know? am a geek. I don't write on paper. I just send myself no sticky an email. notes, just emails. Yeah. So what inspires you, Amy? What what um, helps you, motivates you, and helps you in life? I think one of my biggest um, inspirations and why I enjoy yard work so much um, is I get inspired by creation. I get inspired by nature and things God has made. It just like blows my mind sometimes when I just look at the intricacies um, of Of electric blue daisies, even though they're small. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sometimes the smallest things are the most amazing. I remember... That's why I take macro photography. mm -hmm, I remember how um, one argument for the theory of evolution had been how, how things go from simple to the complex Mm -hmm. but now the more and more we found in science we have explored the smallest things we find out that little bacteria and viruses are are not the simple things but they have like a virus has an intricate motor that spins around and propels the virus around and and you know there's so many things that were just like divinely designed uh, that are just so intricate and so amazing. So I'm inspired by by nature, by creation. Cool. And I love working outside. You, I mean, you can testify to this. If I don't have housework, well, sometimes even if I do have housework, <laughs> I'll be outside in my yard just because I like being outside. I like hiking. I love the mountains. I love just being outside. So that's probably one of my number one inspirations, and um, I'm going to a women's retreat soon on a a big island called Whidbey Island in the Puget Sound, Uh 
And I just love it because we spend about eight hours of quiet time and we can go on walks and we're right by the ocean and it's just gorgeous. Um, so, okay, so that's nature. one of your, nature is mm-hmm. one of your things. Yeah. Of course, you know what one of my biggest things of inspiration is. Music. You are right. Mm-hmm. That's on my list too. Yeah, I, I think music is really something that... Um, I don't know. For me, it just speaks my language. You know, I, I as a young kid, I enjoyed music and um, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> what? I was just thinking you said one of your very first memories ever involved yeah. music, but it was it your... was I, my very. We've gone to these retreats where they say, "What's your very first memory?" My very first memory was breaking my uh, brother's Jungle Book record album. <laughs> In my high chair. Yeah. That's what I remember. The very first so memory I had. you had your hands on music before you could even yeah. talk. <laughs> but I, I loved I would, I would sing songs for my family. I mm-hmm. would sing in the car all the time. And, and uh, lots, of, lots of singing, lots of banging out tunes on the, on the family piano and that never got played hardly. And uh, so I played with it all the time. I'll, uh, you know, my mom and dad got me a guitar because they realized, actually my uncle gave me a guitar and then my mom and dad bought me an electric guitar. They started it all. <laughs> uh, but I love, I love music. Music is very inspirational. It really speaks my language. In fact, mm-hmm. I was thinking of, of some of the most amazing, um, powerful moments in my life and what really, they're totally opposite than what you like. But, uh, but uh, I'm very inspired and very motivated when I hear a real crafted musician um, do their do their songs. And specifically for me, it's real interesting. I really like um, I really like the harder edge type of stuff. I, I mean, I I do appreciate beautiful classical music. I I appreciate anybody that can play a cello or a flute or you know a beautiful orchestra. But there's something about that heavy hard feel. And somebody being able to play guitar into that, that just, it really, it's inspirational to me. Okay. Go figure. Huh? In fact, I have a little bit of a, oh, a sample here. I better take my headphones off. No, this is really cool. This is um, this is uh, an amazing guitarist that is doing a solo. Now that guy is is a guy by the name of David Gilmore, and he was in the band Pink Floyd for years and years and years. And uh, that song is—he's actually playing that live. He's a very very talented musician and can just make—I don't know. There's something about the feeling that he has in his guitar playing that doesn't really 
there's not a lot of modern people or modern people people of this right now currently that can play guitar quite like that and really feel the um, feel the the emotion of the song so I'm very impressed with somebody that can can really make stuff come alive like that whether it be piano or guitar or whatever they're playing I think um, music is just a very inspirational thing it's a worldwide inspirational thing it really touches a lot of people's hearts and specifically I'm one of them it didn't sound real bad because I had my headphones off my ears, so it was pretty good. <laughs> no, I, you know, the funny thing about that is I used to go to like Christian rock concerts a lot, you know, both and you're, when and you're, I was. And younger. I know what your least favorite times of the shows were when they did the solos. Yeah, I think part of it is because I'm not a musician, so I. I can appreciate it on a certain level, but I can't appreciate it on the same level that you can. To me, that part of the concert was very, very boring. And I would sit down and, like, take a little rest. And, but I enjoyed more, like, the singing and the... Rowdiness. No, I don't like You're rowdy. rowdy. Stuff. You're really a rowdy person. I'm not rowdy. You're so rowdy. That's rowdy. You are. You're very rowdy. So um okay so, well okay my, so you all know music was, is music is one of was, my things. um one of my inspirations too okay but, well tell us how music inspires you but I prefer like things that bring peace to my soul like I like, like that guitar solo like, excellent I like worship music <laughs> um mostly and then like today it drives you crazy but I have um, the kids bought me a <sighs> Susan Boyle album it has some hymns and some just beautiful ballads. And I like things like that. They're just peaceful and 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 what happened today when you were playing it in the well, kitchen? Twice now, two different days. I've tried playing this while I'm cleaning the kitchen, and you come in and turned it off. Well, it's not because I didn't. Well, it's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's just really, really annoying. And I think it's very beautiful. This is why it's an enigma <laughs> to me how we are married because. I would love the Pink Floyd solo, no. and you would love the Susan Boyle singing. <laughs> yes. They don't mix very well. It'd be interesting to see David Gilmour and Susan Boyle on the same well, stage. Know, there, there have been a few rock operas where they combine. I do like rock operas. Um, what's that one, Bohemian Rhapsody or something? By Queen. Mm-hmm. That has you know some pretty powerful ballads with... Uh-huh. Yeah, with the rock music. Uh-huh. There, we, we do have some middle ground there. We both like contemporary Christian worship music. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, yeah, we both like some things the same. Um, I like, for for instance, one of... Did you know that one of my favorite all-time songs is... Do you know what it is? Um, uh, worship... Thinking, uh, current worship music. Oh, I was thinking White Cross or something along that line. Some heavy metal. Nope. I'm going to play you part of it right now. Okay. This is one of my favorite all-time songs ever. Uh, from a band called the David Crowder Band. This is what it sounds like. What can I do with my obsession? 
things I cannot say There's a madness in my being Is it the wind that moves the trees Sometimes you're further than the moon Sometimes you're closer than my skin And you surround me like a winter fog You've come and burned me with a kiss Cold. 
the david crowder band what do you think i actually really like them yeah mm-hmm. cool i um i have another favorite worship song um i heard it playing in Dan- the background. dance with me by evan earwicker earwicker what a name but it's really cool yeah. i don't know if you can hear that it's a pretty song yeah but i i think most of that that one is a little bit um that one is a little bit harder music-wise, but I still like it. Um, I think I could hear the electric guitars going through my ears, like back and forth. There's your song. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite ones. It's pretty. You're going to sing with it, huh? I'm sorry. I don't you want to inspire others. I know I won't sing it to you. I sing by myself. <laughs> you are you don't I have sound, a bad voice. I sound good in the shower when no one else hears me. Just cry holy love song of God Rise in me I'm surrounded by you Here in your glory Oh love song of God Rise in me Okay, here's the part you like right here. I want to be romanced by the king of the ages. I don't want to sing of a passion I've never known. I want to get lost in the beauty of Jesus to dance through the I don't want to sing of a passion I've never known. I want to get lost in the beauty of Jesus to dance through the night around your throne. To dance through the night around your throne. There you go, a little sample of that one. That's... Evan Earwicker, and it's just like it sounds, E-A-R-W-I-C-K-E-R. And you can get David Crowder and Evan Earwicker on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So, And there's want. lots of really awesome, inspirational um, music out there. Those are just a couple of our favorites. Okay. But there's a lot of really good stuff. What other things inspire you, my dear? And now I have to go back to my email because I went on iTunes You don't know off the top of your head um, what inspires you? Well... Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, we talked about nature. We talked about music. Mm-hmm. Another thing I get a lot of inspiration from is reading and movies. 
inspirational movies, inspirational books, whether audio or reading. Um, of course, the Bible is a very inspirational book. Um, but I also like books from Christian authors or biographies, you know, either fiction or real stories um, about people that have overcome obstacles and um, that are basically inspirational. You've seen them. We just watched them. I think we reviewed last week the movie Soul Searcher. Searcher. So, Searcher. Surfer. I'm sorry. That sounds like a, um, soul a Searcher movie. Soul Searcher. It was Soul um, Soul Surfer. Surfer. And, you know, to me, that was very inspire, inspirational where you had a family that had a tragedy happen. And even you, though it was hard, it didn't yeah. get them down. You're more into the cheese. Per, cheese. Oh, I love er, cheese. Cheese. Inspirational. Cheesy, inspirational movies. I, <laughs> I do. I just like, I'm a sucker for them. Now, that's really funny because you know, movie. <laughs> you know what I wrote down for what? the next thing that inspires me? What? Is storytelling, and it includes movies books. and books, stories, audio dramas, things like that. That um, mus- music videos, mm-hmm. um, video um, shorts, and stuff like that. That that inspires me as well. Well, and if you read the Bible, like the the first part of the Old Testament, um, the history books they call them. Um, they were stories about heroes, really. You know, mm-hmm. you look at David and Goliath, the small little shepherd boy who conquers a giant. And um, there's lots of inspirational stories in the Bible. Um, People overcoming yeah, someone mentioned bad it, odds. Yeah, someone mentioned Ruth, whose father-in-law, her husband, and brother-in-laws all died. And, and she helped her mother-in-law. Well, mine's not quite as spiritual as that. I, I, I just am inspired when somebody can create a story or or teach you something or get you to think about life in a different way by using their art. Mm-hmm. I think that's really inspirational to me. And, um, and, and I am very inspired by spiritual music and uh, spiritual concepts being done in the media. Obviously, I wouldn't do what I do if I if that was you know, mm-hmm. wasn't the case. So, um, yeah, I think it's just really, I think there's something about, um, I mean, I think there's a danger in getting too lost up in fantasies and different things like that. But I think that if you let written material and media and stuff like that inspire you to greatness, well, then that's a good thing. If it propels you forward and you're not just lost in it forever, but if it motivates you to go forward and do good things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something else that inspires you. Um, well, isn't it your turn? No, I just oh, did. We I just said did. storytelling. Oh, so we both had that one. Yeah. So we both have kind of storytelling. And music. And music. But, but just different just kinds different. of music. Your things just tend to be louder than rock. my things. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> then rock and roll. Um, another thing that inspires me. All right. Let's go to 11 is a child's laughter or a baby's giggle. I, I like know. I like those two, but I you like them think, more, I guess. I just think that there's that's a heavenly sound to me. To hear a child laugh is just from pure delight. Um that just seems like pure and innocent and sweet and that inspires By the way, me. do you know how to drive a baby buggy? How do you drive a baby I can't say it. A baby buggy? Baby buggy. You tickle his toes. <laughs> okay. so do you have another one of course i do okay i have one more after this one 
Okay, well, to me, I think one of the most inspirational things, I think this is the reason that I don't, now this sounds weird, sounds opposite, but um, this is one of the reasons sometimes I can't watch programs on TV like um, Extreme Makeover and uh, these shows that do such awesome things for people. Uh, and I don't know why it's that I have I a hard time. Those shows. Well, now here's why, though, because uh, giving and sacrifice to me are things that are very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the reasons that I'm a believer in Christ, because the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate giving was the is that whole concept of salvation and, and redemption. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's really, really inspirational. And so um, if I'm around, um, I love giving people. Now, the, the reason I don't like those shows as much, they make sometimes they make me cry because I, I feel overwhelmed the emotion of the the giving and everything because those shows aren't always super real i mean because they're a lot of it's there, just there product is a placement lot of product and, promotion yeah. you know like all this yeah. stuff that sears or home Depot but did i have or, to yeah. say that i have been in circles of people that have actually done really nice things for people without that those without strings attached the without getting exactly not yeah. getting recognition they just did it because they had compassion on someone that i think compassion is probably one of the most inspirational things for me well and i think about several movies throughout time have had the theme that's in the bible where where jesus says greater love has no man than this and he that lays his life down for a friend mm-hmm. and you know that is the greatest inspiration is laying your life down for someone and whether it's just like sacrificing your time your talents your possessions or or you know christ gave his life um but that is a great inspiration well it is to me i mean it really makes me tick and i remember one time we were at a men's group breakfast thing and they were asking um asking what our favorite movies were and we ran around and answered and i told them star trek six you know people were saying rambo and all these other things and they were going around saying all these yeah because of course they didn't want to look like idiots in front of everyone i i said star trek six the undiscovered country and they were all like what what why and i said well there's something about captain kirk and his crew traipsing through the galaxy saving humanity saving yeah saving <laughs> or the, actually the rescuing universe. rescuing people from mm-hmm. great peril and saving the, the universe as we know it and then and then after everybody had shared their stuff then the little exercise came up and said now one of the reasons you relate to the the particular movie that you just said is because that's what inspires you and motivates you mm-hmm. and i got to thinking well yeah that's kind of true i i i really I really like being able to bring hope and encouragement to, well, not the universe, but you know what I mean. Why not? Our podcast is probably picked up on Mars or Jupiter or something. Mars. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um. You never know if the internet goes out that far. I don't know. I but don't know. Uh, anyway, that's I am in, I am inspired by giving and sacrifice. I think that's something big. Okay, you had another my, one. My last one. It's kind of similar, but it says a friend sharing what God has done in their life. And, and you know, it could be like when I'm at church and I hear a sermon or it could just be sitting down, you know, like 
talking about those God incidences instead of coincidences, those mm-hmm. things that you feel like God is orchestrated and sharing on Facebook or, or sitting, having a cup of tea with a friend. I Oh, that's another thing I did this week. Um, my youth leader, when I was growing up, um, she invited me to lunch when I was down in Raymond the I other didn't know day. This. And, um, did you have a good time? Yeah, I had lunch with Mary and Barbara. Barbara lived right across the street, and um, she came over and had lunch with us. And and it was just kind of neat sharing those little God details in our lives, how God's worked out things. I shared with her about how um, our neighbor two doors down happened to be one of the supervisors at the place that my son was working at. And you know, just all these things where you can see God had his hand in things and work things out for the good. And mm-hmm. um, so we just kind of shared little God stories about how God was working in our lives. And that was kind of fun. Cool. I have um, an, one last one, too. Mm-hmm. And um, besides visual media, which I kind of covered in storytelling, because for some reason I'm very visual when it comes to that. I like the lasers and the fog and the atmosphere and the... <laughs> And the big screens. And I all like that fog. It just comes from the ocean instead yeah. of a machine. <laughs> right. But I like I like that, you know, theater. And, you know, I've always liked doing... You're very dramatic, dear. Well, I like to act. And I also like making, you know, entertaining people with that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a strong media medium of getting across a story mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and an idea. So that's, I, I excel at those kind of things. But my last one is probably probably chokes me up more than anything else and i and i i say that because when i feel inspired i think it hits me at the core of who i am and it and it makes me i i'm most inspired of all the different things i would have to say by um kindness there's something about kindness that just is really inspirational to me and when i see people being kind not not to get anything, not so that they get recognized or anything like that. But when I see, like, when I'm out and about, if I see somebody being kind to someone else, it just strikes a chord inside of me. And it, and it inspires me to be the same way to people. There's just something about kindness that goes much further. And like our friend Kenny said on, on uh, Facebook, it doesn't, it doesn't cost you anything to be kind. Except for maybe cost your pride, maybe it might cost a you time. Oh, and it and it might cost you some money if you decide to be kind to someone that way. Mm-hmm. But but there there's just something about kindness that uh, to me is the the ultimate inspiration. And I think of I think of um, there's this interesting scripture that says it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Mm-hmm. Is that the cat? Yeah, the cat is. <laughs> clawing on the furniture which it should not do uh but uh to me it's it's like um there's there's something about kindness that just gets me at the core of who i am and that inspires me um like you know when when you were kind to me and you let me go to the star trek exhibit for all day (laughs) that that actually was very emotional for me because it was it inspired me that you would be so kind to me does that make sense it, it does. And, and it, you don't see it very often anymore. Mm. You just don't see it. A lot of people are just mean. And well, and not just mean, but uh, they're always thinking about themselves. It's fil- fulfilling the, the golden rule and the two greatest commandments. That golden rule that is talked about in the Bible is do to other people as you'd want them to do to you. Yeah. And that's, you know, you want people to be kind to you, so you should be kind to others. And yeah. then the other two 
great commandments that Jesus talked about is the one is to love God above everything and then to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think if we really are loving our neighbor as ourselves, we would be kind to them. Yeah. <laughs> and not be mean, not be boastful or arrogant or rude or mm-hmm. That's true. Um selfish. Yeah. But um and it's a challenge because I think our you know, like like we we're talking about God thoughts, sometimes our God thoughts and our selfish thoughts get at war with each other most of the time and and not always do the god thoughts win (laughs) but the god thoughts would be you know um first corinthians corinthians 13 it talks in that book where paul was writing to the corinthian church about what love is Mm -hmm. love is patient love is kind it's not boastful or arrogant or proud doesn't seek its own way yeah um but you know, but it blesses and it thinks well of people mm-hmm. and yeah. And love doesn't fail. It yeah. doesn't give up. And and I I think there there is a sacrifice in in true love. Um, and I'm not just talking about romantic love for a spouse or, but I'm talking about just you know even for your family sometimes your mm-hmm. neighbors laying your life down. Um, so. There is a, a sacrifice in being kind, but I think it, if there's more kindness, it would be a better world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, let's wrap up here. It's time to go um, with inspiration. And I think the the important thing is if, if you're feeling down or low, depressed, um, distressed, overwhelmed, then it's time to, to think about what inspires you. Because I know that for me, if it, if things get, you know, I, I, I need to either listen to music or I need to read a scripture or I need I need something spiritual going on in my life or or, you know, a lot of times when I'm feeling the, the times that I feel the most down when I feel like there's too many bills and we can't afford this and we can't afford that. That's when I need to give and be kind to people more. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we shouldn't do that all the time, but I'm saying. I, I look for Gets opportunities. Our eyes off ourselves. Well, and I look for opportunities to do that because I think there's just something about standing up against um, the the tide that comes against us and that tries to throw us off. I think there's something about standing and fighting against that by doing good mm-hmm. that um, that just makes me feel better about life. And I, I think that's biblical because I mean it's obviously uh, Jesus did that. Jesus definitely did that. They there were some. Well, King Herod back in Jesus' time, the ruler of of Israel at the time, um, killed his cousin. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jesus was Jesus's really upset. cousin, not the yeah, ruler's cousin. Killed Jesus' cousin, John mm-hmm. the Baptist, and and Jesus could have said, "I'm just going to sit here and have a pity party because I'm so sad that my cousin died." And I'm sure he was sad. Yeah, but it said that he went out. Actually, it says he went alone first and prayed, and then... Then he went out and healed the sick and, and prayed for people and... Yeah, you know. he went and did good. And, and I'm, I've always looked at that as very inspirational, um, and that's what I try to do with my life. And so, you know, you think about the things that really inspire you, that you're listening right now, and whatever those things are, whether it's a... It's a good game of Scrabble, or it's uh, watching a video or a movie, or if it's playing music, or if it's 
whatever, hiking in the woods or whatever you're, whatever's writing a short story. There's so many different things that inspire people. Mm -hmm. Do something that inspires you or watch something that will help you to be inspired. And, and I guarantee it, it, it'll be a lot better. And I think if all of us took time to uh, not only seek out what inspires us, uh, but inspire others by our actions, I think this world would be a lot better place. I agree. So there you go. Anything else you want to say about inspiration? Are you inspired now? I I think... Um... With that guitar solo, I don't see how you <laughs> couldn't be inspired. Well, it's and, just... and I think I would add one thing that sometimes in our busy lives... It can be a challenge to get your inspiration in because we're busy working and doing things. Um, this is one place where technology can come in real handy because you can put inspirational music, audio podcasts. podcasts. Or, yeah. I, I have the Bible on my iPod. Yeah. And I mean, I, this is kind of maybe a little odd, but I don't take a Bible to church. Usually I just take my iPod because that's where I read my Bible most of the time yeah, nowadays. Yeah. And not that I don't have some favorite Bibles that, you know, I've scribbled in through the years and stuff, but um, I just encourage people to take advantage of the technology that we have today. Um, or if you're not techno- technologically, technologically in, yeah, there's little New Testaments you can have. There's, there's, um, you know, CDs from the library. <laughs> um, there's lots of different of ways that you can get. You can have the Bible read to you online on your computer anytime. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Bible Gateway is a great resource. Yeah. Crosswalk.com. Yeah. There's a lot of great um, inspirational websites. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, let's do this. Why don't we? Um, why don't we pray? And then we'll introduce next week's subject, and uh, then we'll go eat lunch. All right. <laughs> okay. Father, thank you uh, for inspiration. You are the ultimate inspiration. I mean, you've inspired at least Amy and I to to um, do way more than we would do if we just kind of did what we wanted to selfishly. And I just thank you. I'm, I thank you for your grace in our lives and the fact that you care about us. Lord, I I lift up everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, whether they believe in you or not. I pray that you would just speak to deep into their heart and you would reveal to them what inspires them, what makes them tick. And you know what it is, God, above anybody else, you know what it is. And so I pray that you would grab a hold of that and tap into that that's on the inside of every one of us. And you you would inspire us, Lord, to do great things and to be kind and to and to make a difference in this world uh, for the good and for the positive. Thank you, God, for loving us and caring about us. Thank you so much that you sent your son to die on the cross for us, and that with by faith in him that he rose again from the dead, we get to uh, experience eternity with you, which is an amazing thing to have a relationship with you. So thank you, God, for everything. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's just kind of pray, pray, pray and on there. Sorry. That's okay. It's yeah. not a bad thing to pray. No, you know, I think sometimes people do these big eloquent prayers. Oh, God, hear us in thine great mercy. Amen. And I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I understand that people want to be flourishy well, and flowery, but and to me, just it, a heartfelt prayer is much part better. Part of it is how people are raised, too, because I know I grew up where there's um, a respect 
that, you know, you're talking to the creator of the universe. Yeah, but people are more concerned about what they sound like than actually the prayer that they're giving sometimes. Maybe. I, that's another whole story. That's, another that's a whole other subject. And, and only God knows their heart. Next week we are doing? Hopefully we're going to be back on um, our subject of recovering from relationships that have gone haywire. haywire um, but in particular, we're going to hopefully be talking to Phil. Yeah. Our friend Phil. Yes. About divorce and divorce, divorce recovery. recovery. So that should be an excellent show. Please come back and listen to us. Thanks for downloading our podcast. And thank you for supporting us. Those of you that do that, it's really, really helpful. Uh, you know, we have so many people that listen to us that don't support us. But then we have a few that do. And and we appreciate all of our listeners. But boy, I'll tell you what, if there's a way that you could help us out, we would really appreciate it. Just go to our webpage at takehimwithyou.com. Click on the donate button and throw a donation our way. Every little bit helps it doesn't matter if you give one dollar or a million dollars to us anything that comes in is just really really a a blessing to us and really helps us out a lot you can always uh, write to us if you have any comments suggestions for a program maybe you want to be on the program things like that i've got a friend that just emailed me wants to be on the program which i think would be excellent um, and I'll tell you about him in just a moment okay. um, after we're off the podcast because I don't want to spoil it for everyone. Uh, but you can get a hold of us by writing to us at rick at takehimwithyou.com. And your email is? Um, amy at takehimwithyou.com. Very nice. You can always go to our website, takehimwithyou.com. That's cool. And or find us on Facebook, yeah. rick.moyer, amy.moyer. Yeah. And then also on uh, we do a YouTube uh, video blog Madilly Bobber at youtube.com. No, youtube.com slash Rick Moyer 777. I think you have a WordPress blog too, don't you? Uh, yeah, but people get to our just go to our website, it has all the links for everything. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It was really fun, and it was fun, really. Just taken with you as a Moira Multimedia Production, um, LLC Production. I'm getting close. Copyright 2011, all rights reserved. I think by 2012 you might have that I down. I might. Yeah, maybe. All right, say goodbye, Jade. Wow, I didn't She's fool her. She's not barking this time. Usually she barks. Maybe if she... I do this. Nope. Nope, she's seen you do it. <laughs> she's watching you. All right, uh, until next time, have a great one, and uh, uh, don't forget to uh, uh, take us to Funky Town. Hello, Dan here. 
Well, you have impeccable taste since you're listening to this wonderful podcast. It's one of my favourites too. If you feel that you could squeeze another show into your regular listening though, why don't you give mine a go? It's called Out of Range and I talk about the things I love. Everything from geeky TV, classic toys and brand new technology and gadgets. You may find something you like or be introduced to something you've never heard of. Search for Out of Range in iTunes or go to the website at dangelous.com slash out of range. I'd love to hear from you. Happy listening. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. Hey, Gildies, this is Kenny from Knights of the Guild Podcast, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. I'm here with some really cool news. Not only are we still continuing our regular podcast, microcast, and minicast, we've now added companion casts. A companion cast is a podcast that coincides with a new episode of The Guild and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode. I was fortunate enough to be on set for the filming of Season 5 and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finish their scenes for that day. I also sit down with the creator of the guild, Felicia Day, as well as the producer, Kimmy V, and the director, Sean Becker, and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series. So when you're finished watching a new episode of The Guild, be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun, behind-the-scenes information. Take me to Bucket Town Won't you take me to 